Hello and welcome back to Third and Goal. We've had a couple of weeks' brief hiatus. A few things got in the way. Jamie's wife's having a baby. I spent a weekend in Munich. Uh, Rob, Gask, he's probably the food for the mouth. Is that right, Rob? No, of course not. I was. I can't remember what I was doing two weeks ago, but yeah, last week I uh, I had something on on the. You can do Tuesday or Wednesday, and yeah, I can do Thursday. So. You know, we're all busy, unfortunately. Not much, show, not much of a show, you just sat there on your own talking to yourself either, is it? No, not really. I could have done that on Tuesday, but nobody wants to listen to that. Oh. Um, no, Jamie, today, as I say, his wife is due a baby, like, well, a couple of days ago. So, um, John Falk is due his words, not mine. Anyone takes offence to that. Uh, and if you have taken offence to that, please message Jamie directly and tell him. <laughs> and if Mrs. Jamie's listening, sorry. Um, but we are joined by another member of the Jets family. We have to have Token get on. Um, yep. We are here and we are Best Buy royalty. Uh, a true king among men have joined us. Um, we are joined by, many of you will know him as Max on a certain social media place, but I'm not allowed to say he's up and up to, so I'm just going to call him Matt. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, obviously, you know, nice, nice to be a Jets fan at the moment. So good to still represent the team with Jamie, uh, you know, pushing the whale back into the sea or whatever he's doing. So <laughs> I have told him not to say to my wife and you'll what I did because she was giving birth and I said, Look, why are you moaning? I didn't moan during my bit. You shouldn't be moaning during your bit. And that in mid <laughs> did not go down very well. So <laughs> word to anybody out there, don't don't do that. Um, but mate, you have to join us, Matt. Most people, I guess, that listen to this will probably have come across you before. Um, but one of the big things you do is a charity competition, a fantasy competition. Me and Rob and Jamie all play fantasy. Um, it's a huge thing. I'd like to think I'm a huge supporter where I can be for it. So tell us a bit about it. How's it going? Yeah, it's going really well. So um, it's called the JTT Cup, and uh, we're in. Well, we're in the middle of our second year. Um, kind of devised it out of a bit of lockdown boredom and. Wanting to make a bit of a difference to a local charity. To me, I live near Cambridge uh, and there's an amazing local um, charity for children's brain tumours. Um, local to me, who struggled a lot during COVID, struggled to fundraise, as obviously many charities did. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to help them and um, done that under the guise of obviously running this and 60 people in the first year and then grew to 250 this year, which I was really, really pleased with. Um, and, and across the two years, just over £6,000 raised so far. So, um, wow. I really love doing it. Love bringing the community together a little bit. Um, I'm a bit of a sucker for a spreadsheet, as you know. So, uh, that keeps me busy during the week. And um, obviously, yourself, Dan, and a few other legends have been have been really helpful with that admin side of it this year, So, which I'm really thankful for. Uh, I wasn't too helpful week one, though, was I, when you asked me to do that and then come on now later and went, Dan, what have you done for my spreadsheet? <laughs> Yeah, you did break it, but it was it was fixable. So um, yeah, it's um, it's obviously grown that big now. Um, I'd like to get even more people in the next year, and um, yeah, like I say, it just keeps me busy. It does does a good deal for my mental health because it just keeps me focused on something outside of you know the usual day to day stuff, work and family. So um, so yeah, and it's an amazing cause. So and I, and I thank everybody that um, supports us, you two included, obviously. It is a great cause. I, I love 
smaller local charities where you actually feel that what you're doing makes a difference. Um, and it's certainly one of those. Uh, it's really well run. As commissioner of it is almost overly on the ball. Information source stats coming out, um, which makes you feel a real part of being in it as well. So, uh, although I'm not in it anymore, um, yes, yeah, same for all three of us. Neither am I. I don't think I was far off, but yeah. Jamie, yeah, Jamie went out this week too. So Jamie got to the playoffs, but he uh, he won this division, which was the Northern Division. Um, but he went one and done in the playoffs. He lost to the 13 seed. He was the free seed. Um, but he did better than all of us. But he did do better than all of us because he actually it's made great. He'll never listen to this episode then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and we'll never tell him. Ever. Yeah, we will not leave. Yeah, we won't bring that on. Um, but as normal, we're going to have a look back last week, week 12. We're, I think we're just going to skip over the weeks that missed. I think we'll be here for Sundays if we try and cover that. So, um, Matt, I'm going to start with you, Jets. You mentioned it. It's good being a Jets fan right now. Many um, people have said Mike White season's here. Is it a bumpy road? It feels like there's a bit of unknown. Or is it good to be a Jets fan right now? I mean, the results are there, but how does it feel? Oh, it's it's such a weird season. So, firstly, I don't think any, even the most optimistic Jets fan would have had us um, at seven wins Thanksgiving weekend, you know, going into December, firmly in the playoff hunt. Um, and, you know, you could say this about, you know, it's any given Sunday, isn't it? But, but really... It's, the playoffs at the I think it's seed seven, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, seventh seed. So, um, obviously, the Pats losing on Thanksgiving was helpful. Because um, they dropped back to a game behind us, and they've obviously got the tiebreak over us because they beat us both times we played them, um, which led to the temporary, probably, demise of Mr. Wilson. We'll see. Um, I've been personally calling for his head <laughs> for a number of weeks, as you know. Um, so I was pleased, uh, but unfortunately, it's divided the Jets fans because there's still a lot of people in in Team Zach. Um, but in the cold light of day, we've won seven games. We've beat some decent teams. We've not got the easiest run in. We've got to play the Seahawks. We've got the Vikings. We've got to play the Bills and the Dolphins again. Tough um, vision, yeah. But we also have the Jags and the Lions. Lions have been playing well. Um, so, yeah, it's... Um, if you, every every team has injuries, but some of the some of the big injuries we've had, like we lost ABT and Brees Hall in the same game, yeah. and that hasn't really dented the momentum that we've had. So um, I think Salah's a good coach. He, he made he made a tough but right call in my mind with with um, benching Zach for Mike White. I'm hopeful Mike White continues. You know, last year we had a great win against the Bengals and then blew up against the Bills. So I'm hoping we don't have the same this year where he, he has a one great game and then flops again. Um, but the offence looked a lot, lot better on, on Sunday and it was in difficult weather conditions. Um, and and he, he did what Zach's been failing to do, which is move the sticks when we need it, make the short, you know, the short dink and dunk throws. Uh, he didn't do anything too fancy, too long down the field. Um, and, the, and the receiving core was great and, and got open often enough for that to happen. So, um, great team effort. But appreciate that it was, you know, only the Bears and their D is not... And it was a Justin Fields and Bears. And Justin Fields has made a difference to that organisation in the last couple of weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, the defence was always... Justin Simeon 
Justin Simeon, Mike White game is not what the Gangrene UK guys went over to watch, I'm sure. No, no, definitely not. But um, but they got to see a great win, uh, you know, a resounding win. Um, Defence held them scoreless for nearly three quarters. Um, but it's the Vikings this week, and that's obviously going to be a lot tougher. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. It, it feels from the outside looking in, I don't know if you'll agree, Rob, but that plays with a pressure on his shoulders, the, the draft capital and the expectation and the, of him to perform. My quiet has just kind of gone, hell, I'm going to lose. I'm in a job that I'm probably not going to get a chance again. What have I got to lose and just go out there? Can you see Mike White keeping the job, Rob? Well, I was just, you know, I was waiting to sort of jump in. I don't know what Matt thinks about this, but, but I was going to sort of ask what he thinks the future for Wilson is because from what I saw, I don't think Mike White played He'll be trading for the Panthers. Really? Yes. But I think he, played, he, he, he sort of, like you say, with Zach Wilson, it sort of looks like because of that pressure and that expectation, like he's trying to force things that aren't necessarily there, where what Mike White seemed to do was read the defence better and see where where are these gaps in the defence and that's where I'm going to make the players. And Mike White seemed a lot better at, doing that and taking what the defence was giving him rather than trying to force things that weren't necessarily there. And I think that helped the Jets' offence a lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Matt, you said it, that you've advocated for Zach to rest, for want of a better phrase. Is it a long-term rest? Do you think he can come back from this or do you think that's his time in New York done? I think, you know, Salah has said it's not, his time's not, not over. Let's keep him on board. That's true. That's true. Um, you you can't not play Mike White while he's winning. It's clear. Now you know what will be interesting to see is when the Jets lose their next game, whether that's this week at the Vikings or not. Then what happens? You know, if if Mike White throws four interceptions in a in a forty point blowout loss, yeah, yeah, or Strevler. Um, <laughs> But, you know, while Mike White, there seems to be this real camaraderie around the team with White that there is lacking with Wilson. And yep. there was a lot of negative stuff on social media after the second Pats loss, uh, which obviously preceded the, the dropping of Wilson, um, where, you know, members of the defence are liking certain tweets that are clearly anti-Wilson and had to come out and kind of backtrack that, that you know, they they liked this post by mistake or whatever. Um the team unity is definitely there, more so under White. So, we'll see. But if, if he carries on winning and takes us to the playoffs, you can't drop him. And there seems to be a certain like media bandwagon behind Mike White as well. Um, and you say that he's got nothing to lose. He's a likeable guy. Yeah, exactly that. Cool. I'm going to go from one team that doesn't seem to be behind their Wilson. I'm gonna, we normally go in a bit of an order, but I'm going to digress. Uh, and I'm going to go to another team that doesn't appear to be behind their Wilson after the Broncos uh, and Russell Wilson. And I can't remember who it was off the top of my head now, but one of the defence there was was up in his face and, and not too happy, Rob. Did you see that? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Great. You're going to be insightful in this conversation. Then, aren't you? I did. I am, aren't I? I think the defence made a stop as the defence were walking off. There's a rumour he said it's Russell Wilson time. I don't quite believe that necessarily at this stage, but he also said something that angered one of the, the defenders who walked about 15 yards out of the way 
in Russell Wilson's face and in no uncertain terms telling something. Um, I'm guessing it's along the lines of you need to be playing better than you are currently right now and give us a in rest, for want of a better phrase. Uh, is that what you read into it, Matt? That's what it's appeared to be. Yeah, it, it looked like, it looked exactly that. And the, yeah, there's more stuff coming out today, isn't there, on social media about they're just fed up with some of his mannerisms and phrases. You know, uh, there was 17 free down and he was saying it's Russell Wilson time. Now that's a, that's that's a rumor. Yeah. But some of the stuff you see from Wilson, you can you can hear him saying it. You can believe it, yeah. whether it's true or not. Who knows? Um, even if under his breath, though, that might be him hyping himself and trying to give himself some confidence because he's obviously low on confidence. So maybe that's just him going, my time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a place for it, I guess. I get it if they were 17. I don't know. It's the it's the way they perceive it, isn't it? You know. Um, but he, he's struggling. Um, the old the old graph with the touchdowns versus bathrooms in his house is still uh, way below. Still on the under, isn't it? So um, yeah, it's going to be tight run to the end of the year when he catches it. I tell you, it's going to be really tight run. Um, obviously, lost to the Panthers, which I'm going to guess not many people saw coming. Um, Panthers had Baker Mayfield back under centre. Um, did they or did they not? Donald. I remember now. Sam Darnold was back on the set up. Another team that keeps changing. Rob, we're both NFC South team fans. What's going on with the Panthers? Because they're still in the playoff hunt here. Yeah, I think, you know, I, didn't, I did not expect the Panthers to... I thought the Panthers were going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year, personally. Uh, yeah. And then... You know, part of you know, I've been someone like Christian McCaffrey was always going to be, was always going to make them dangerous. But especially now that they've traded him away, um, I think got three, well, two quarterbacks there who definitely probably see themselves as starters in Darnold and Mayfield. And then PJ Walker played a lot and actually done okay. But yeah, you know, Darnold's come in. I saw saw something which suggested DJ Moore had, you know, his statistics have been the best of his career since. Donald's been under centre the last couple of years. Um, and I think DJ Moore is an exceptional wide receiver who has probably had his career so far. Uh, the end of his I reckon. Yeah. Hampered by being at the Panthers and the quarterback situation that they've always had there. But um, yeah, I think the main talking point is how bad the Broncos are this year. And I actually thought that Russell Wilson going there would really help them and elevate them. I think they've got a good defence, they're good on offence, they've got plenty of options and plenty of weapons and I just felt like throwing that quarterback in there was was going to help them push on but uh, it's sort of worked the completely opposite way so I'm not quite sure what's what's going on there to be honest. Yeah, they feel like they're in limbo because they had the, the one-two punch running back with Gordon and Javante Williams and Williams went down and now they've released Gordon. It's kind of like they don't know whether to give up theirself, but they're too far invested to give up now, and they don't quite know what to do or how where to turn. Yeah, I think um, it's a little bit like when you're when you're like five and seven in your fantasy league, and you don't quite know. Am I gonna? I wouldn't know. I'd am I gonna do something? Yeah. <laughs> it just the whole organisation this year just seems to be really up in the air you know the first round pick for next year is a top three pick but they don't possess it um it's it's a bit to be honest but i'm here for it so 
Um, I guess one thing that's always been the samples that moving on, uh, who over the last few weeks certainly don't quite appear to be, is the Detroit Lions. And me and Rob talk on the show and Jamie too that we're quite a fan of what Dan Campbell's doing and building and the way he's trying to progress organisationally, not just the football. Um, they lost to the Bills. Nobody's going to be surprised at that in the slightest. But they might have been in the manner of the defeat and the way that the Lions held their own and gave them a game, Rob. Did it surprise you? Um, yeah, I think in this, you know, the Lions have sort of, you know, when you watch uh, Hard Knocks and, you know, we spoke about it and how you just can't help get behind them and what Dan Campbell's trying to build there, especially after, you know, we sort of mocked him a little bit on here saying what a crackhead he seemed to be when he was talking about eating people's kneecaps in his first ever press conference. Um, but you can sort of see that he is a likeable coach and why people would buy into what he's saying and why they'd want to play for him. And the Lions did seem to be getting that togetherness. And, you know, they're not they're not one of the best teams in the league in terms of quality. They're definitely down near the bottom of it. Um, but what they do show is heart. And there's been times this year where you know, we thought they'd probably do a little bit better than... They are doing maybe. Uh, they look like they're really struggling to run some signs of life the last couple of weeks. And then, you know, they've, they've run the Bills really late in the game. And I think, you know, in a way, you know, when you're in professional sports and you lose, you can never take anything as a victory. But, you know, they can probably be proud of the way they've gone about that game and it'll give them optimism moving forward. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Giants started out really well. Many people surprised the team at the start of the year. Now lost three of their last four games with just a win against the Texans coming in the middle of that. Is their bubble bursting now? Are they on that slope downwards to where we expect them to be? I think um, they, everyone has injuries, as I said, but they seem to have been extra unlucky with injuries this year. It must be the, it's the MetLife field, isn't it? That injures everyone, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, or so they say. But I think, yeah, they're probably, obviously, their form in the last four games is probably more what we expected from them. Um, Daniel Jones hasn't been playing as well as he was first kind of quarter of the season, first half of the season, I guess. Um, But but because the NFC is so trash, they've still got a really good chance at wildcard. So, sorry, I know you both support NFC teams, but um, it's true, isn't it? It's true, yeah. I can see a team with a losing record making the NFC playoffs and maybe even two. Um, there will be two because one of them's going to win the NFC South. Yeah, true. Even with a losing record, going to get a home game, not just make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think you said at a level that we a more, more level that we were kind of expecting them to be at. Yeah. Um, play the buff where most people expect them to this year. Um, Again, they've got they've got a tough run of games to come, so and they're in a tough division. Yep. Uh, Vikings last game on Thanksgiving beat the Patriots. Um, we've said at the start of the year that Vikings one interview we don't quite know whether they're good or not, and I guess now we still don't. Every week we sort of say we don't know whether they're quite good or not yet. But win this week and they tie up the division five weeks early, which seems incredible, Rob. Yeah, I think, you know, the Vikings are another team that have <clears throat> probably impressed offensively at least the last couple of years, but as the downfall's been is 
the terrible defense they literally cannot stop anything um whereas you know when you look at sort of weapons that they've got an offense and you know Justin Jefferson is showing that he's one of the best wide receivers in the game um this year it just seems to have the new head coach and things just seem to be coming together for him and you know the patriots aren't particularly great um they're having ups and downs and yeah actually the vikings are one of those teams at this stage in the season where you've got to be saying you can't argue with how good they're looking and, and the record that they've got um so yeah i mean justin jefferson again like i said nine catches 139 yards a touchdown um yeah he's he's just phenomenal isn't it justin jefferson uh, also, last week, then Dolphins beat the Texans. But he love up, I think, half time and put them off the gas. No one's surprised with that, were they? Nah. <laughs> Move on. Move on. Next. Uh, Ravens, Jags, then, Matt. That was a surprise, right? Yeah, hell of a game. Yeah. Hell of a game, wasn't it? Um, completely did not expect Jags to win. Um, Trevor Lawrence is. Sneakily being a decent quarterback this year, uh, I think yep. he's been a lot closer to what everyone expected him to be. When you know this generation talent uh, phrase gets thrown around a lot, um, and he didn't show it in year one, but he's he's been pretty decent this year. And um, yeah, bit of a shock result, and it, it kind of you know the Ravens were clear favourites for the AFC North, and now the Bengals are, I think are, I think are only a game back. Exactly. No, they're level, so they're both seven and four. They're not going back. It'll be an interesting um, running because they'll, they'll definitely be playing each other again. I can't remember what week it is. Um, week 18. So it could come yeah. down to that last game between the Bengals and the Ravens for that division. It could. Uh, losing to the Jays certainly ain't going to help their cause. So. Uh, talking about the Bengals, it, then they had a win against the Titans. The Titans have seen a good side. Bengals trying to find a little bit of form. But like they did last year. They, they were hit a miss through the year and hit a run into the playoffs and, and put that momentum through. Are they contenders for you, Rob, this year? Um, who, the Bengals? Yes, sir. Um, what the Give us both. <laughs> talking for a minute. Well, the Titans definitely aren't a contender. Um, you know, the Bengals... The, they got to the Super Bowl last year, which I felt was, you know, they're a good young up and coming team. I felt it was probably in the run up to that year or two to early for them. But they got there, uh, they won it. And as I said to you in the off season when we spoke about it, is that you've got to take a chance in the Super Bowl when it comes because even if you're a young up and coming team, there's literally no guarantees that you're going to get back there again. I mean, you look at how the Rams have imploded this year and the Bengals have had a a really poor start as well and um yeah they you know they've got an incredible quarterback they've got an incredible young wide receiver at jamar chase as well i think their offensive line has really let them down in the early part of the season um are the contenders i think you know when you get to this start of the stage of the season and you're looking at who's got the best record and who's playing best and the Bengals so far this year don't really Fill me with confidence. Um, you know, when 
it's weird when you've got Joe Burrow there and you've got Jamar Chase there and Higgins is playing well and Tyler Boyd is playing well and Joe Mixon is playing well. Um, then it's difficult to overlook them, but things just aren't clicking as I probably expected they might have done this season. And the Titans, um, you know, they're just, well, so just the Titans really aren't. They've sort of lulled us into a false sense of security the last couple of years, looking like they were going to be a, a contender. I think their window's definitely shut now with the personnel changes that they've had. I think it's, it's they've sort of lost their chance, I suppose. Do you agree, Matt? You can see you giving anybody a game, but not really taking this the whole way. Yeah, I think I still think the Bengals will win the division. Um, to be honest, I think I think the, the, the Ravens, the division Ravens, probably still get a wild card. But I just think with the strength of the AFC year. You know, the Bengals and Titans are clearly both going to make the playoffs, or they should. Um, but you just, it would be a surprise if, if it Chiefs in the FC Championship game, wouldn't it, really? It's yeah. a bit boring. But um, <laughs> if I had to pick an AFC team outside of them two, it would probably be the Dolphins. Uh, I, hate, yeah. I hate to say that. Yeah. But yeah, in, in terms of the original question, Bengals and Titans, could they win a playoff game each? Yeah, they could. But yeah. I just don't see them going the whole way this year. Um, Rob, you don't want to talk about it for long, I know, but Falcons Commanders, just a load of that really quick. Uh, just two poor themes, really. I think uh, I'm quite happy and impressed with the Falcons so far this season. Even games we've lost, I've thought we've shown plenty of heart and I can definitely see the way that we're trying to build this team and positive for the future but the last two weeks in particular have just been disappointing um, obviously we are run first being run first is fine if you, know, you can then take advantage through the air when teams are expecting you to run the ball but when you've got Mar- Marcus Mariota throwing it and Kyle Pitts is injured and Beyond Drake London, we've not got an awful lot of quality at receiver. Even trying to move away from the run game to the passing game, it just doesn't work for us. And the commanders came in. They tried to block the run. They came in, run heavy. Brian Robinson literally is the workhorse, had a brilliant game. Both teams were averaging over six yards per carry. Um, Which shows how good they both were or how poor the run defence was, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it was very run heavy from start to finish. Um, the Falcons offence as a whole, you knew they were going to run it. You knew the Washington defence knew it. You knew if they went to try and pass the ball, things were going to go south pretty quickly. And So it wasn't comfortable to watch. And I think from the commander's point of view as well, they're not a great team either. And yeah, it was just... A run-heavy game, not brilliant to watch, not good for a Falcons fan to watch. Yeah, I couldn't imagine sitting for it, but you do each week, so you're well done to you. Um, a few other games, Guys beat the Cardinals, I guess most saw that coming. Raiders beat the Seahawks, I think it was a bit of a surprise, but it was overtime and a huge high-scoring game. Chiefs beat the Rams, Rams look, well, I was just 
one of the probably after one of the worst performances coming off of winning the Super Bowl, I'd imagine. Rams this year at three and eight. I think of many yeah, worse. Horrendous. <clears throat> no, it's pretty poor, really, and definitely surprised to me. I, I can't remember a team. Yeah, I can't remember a team in all my years of following it to uh, have such a poor record after winning the Super Bowl. Me either. No. Um, Niners beat the Saints. They shut the Saints out. That's always good to see. Uh, Eagles Packers didn't see much of the game yourself, but a forty thirty three might have chewed out. Anyone see any much of it? No, didn't see much of it. Um, yeah, we have your money each week, can't you, Matt? You are. We have Robbie each week, can't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Monday you night football. Definitely, you know, yeah, no. not my thing. I need my beauty sleep for sure. And uh, it's gonna be atrocious, don't bother with this week, but <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Aaron Rodgers left the game with a oblique yeah. injury, I think it was. Jordan Love went in, and I think from what I've seen, you know, he looked uh, looked pretty good when he came in. And the Packers are another team that are really, really struggling right now. And you know, talks about Aaron Rodgers and his lack of confidence that appears to be in his wide receivers and um, missing Devonnie Adams and I think Love actually played well enough to be in contention to start for the Packers the next game and potentially for the rest of the season because you know the season's quickly going down the pan um, for the Packers and you know this game I think the way that both teams have played this season it you know I'd expected the, the Eagles to to go and win that and I think Hertz became just second player ever to have 150 yards, 150 yards, and two touchdown passes in a single game. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. And Steelers Colts to end it up. Two pretty nondescript teams there, four and seven, four, seven, and one. No one's going to really worry too much about those. Anything else from week 12 you guys want to cover? I just wanted to bring the commanders up, really, because obviously Rob's a bit salty because they beat his yeah, he gets that way. team. Yeah, I, I, I would be too. But are they a bad team? They won seven games. They they're probably going to make the playoffs. Um, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do much in the playoffs. But it's either side of the bye. So the Giants this week, they're on a downwards slope. Then they got a bye. Then the Giants again. They still got to play the. Brown. I think they win 10 games. I think for me... Oh, they're 10 win... They're not a 10-win roster. Um, I think... Well, I think they've looked better under Heineken than under Wentz. I think, similar to the Jets, the fact that there's, there's less pressure and I think that's quite clear that Heineken doesn't have much to lose anymore, so why not? Um, I think the team are around a bit more and I just think they've all just now kind of found that groove. Ron Rivera obviously was at the Panthers. I shouldn't like him, but I'm a huge Ron Rivera fan anyway. Um, I think he's just got everybody on the same page and playing with confidence at the minute. And that can only, I think Brian Robinson coming back from his injury, that's a huge lift for the organisation. I think it was. Um, just having him about. Rob, can you see him making it? Um, yeah, potentially. I'd... I don't think they're a good team watching, you know, from what I've seen, what I saw on Sunday, it was literally, it was two bad teams, especially 
on Sunday. Um, and I think, you know, to be fair to Carson Wentz, I think, especially the first couple of games of the season, he seemed to be playing quite well, tailed off a little bit, then got injured. And, you know, time, uh, Heineke is sort of working with what you've got, I suppose. When you look at the games that they've won, you know, they beat the Jaguars, who had a slow start. They lost to the Lions, lost to the Eagles, lost to the Cowboys, lost to the Titans. They beat the Bears, they beat the Packers, they beat the Colts. Colts at that stage, you know, were going through that. Matt Ryan was getting sacked and they were struggling to put points up. Um, they beat the Eagles, which the second time around, which was definitely a shock. Um, but then they beat the, the Texans and the Falcons. So, you know, beyond beating the Eagles once and potentially the the Packers. It's not like they're well, even the Packers this season. It's not like they're being high quality opposition. I actually think, you know, the way they started the season, I actually had probably higher hopes for commanders than what they've shown. Um, but then they've tailed off and yeah, I didn't I just didn't think they looked to have much quality there. They were very similar to the Falcons, very run heavy. They had some success there, but I'll a lot of everything else that they sort of relied on wasn't that fruitful. Fair enough. And it's weird, right? Since they changed the playoff structure, four teams in the same division can actually all, in theory, make the playoffs now. And I think many would have said it would have been the AFC or potentially even the NFC West this year. Um, and here we have the NFC East currently, all four teams sat in playoff spots and other than maybe being up on each other, all likely to potentially make it at this stage. Yeah, I think so, um, so. I think three of the four AFC East teams will make it. Um, I hope the one that doesn't is the Patriots, obviously. And all four NFC East teams are in the spot at the moment. So all four AFC were obviously Pats have dropped out with their loss, and then they play the Bills tomorrow night as well. So uh, well, we'll see what happens. But you'd think the Bills would be favourites there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Commanders um, are on. But, Sorry, Matt. Um, but yeah, if all the NFC East teams made it, no, I wouldn't. Because the Cowboys are clearly going to make it. Obviously, the Eagles are going to make it. Um, if I was to drop out, basically, watch it with 10 wins. They would, yeah. So I think if, if any team at the NFC East isn't going to make it now, I'd pick. But they could all still make it because that isn't very good. Fair. So moving on then from week 12, week 13 was upon us. As you said, Matt, Bills Patriots, AFC East Division for you. There's only one winner of this game, right? What does the benefit work? Should be. Yeah, it should be. Yep. Well, that celebrating Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is I was like, oh, I know, that's not really important. Don't care. I think it's up for Mexico going through, though. Poland go through now. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, um, the, yeah, the Bills should win. The Pat, Pat Patrick D is this, um, but I don't think they've got enough to stop Mr. Allen. Um, and, and I guess, as a Jets fan's point of view, as much as it pains me, the Bills to win, it actually benefits us more if the Bills win. 
because yeah, I can't see us catching the Bills. But but it helps us if the Patriots can't catch us. So there you go. Rob, you okay with the Bills winning? Yeah, I think so. I think you know if the Bills win, that's pretty much ended the Patriots' hopes of getting in the playoffs. The Bills are the best better team on paper by far. I guess the only shining light for Patriots fans and. I don't like to think there is a shining light for Patriots fans because there just isn't. Um, is that the Bills, anything that they've done this season, the last couple of weeks, is, you know, it's been pretty ugly. It's not been very convincing. But I still think the Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think the Bills are the best team. And I think other than a bit of Bill Belichick magic, the, the Bills will come out with a win. And I would... I said that wouldn't be surprised New England. Bill Belichick do have something up their sleeve, but these sort of division games are always fun to see. And I've just been doing the sheet that we use to do our predictions on, and there's some cracking games this week that we're going to get into. Um, that I found it really hard to start predicting, so it's a tough one for you, Matt. Um, on the subject of tough games, one that isn't, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Rob. Pittsburgh win, surely. Um. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to think so. I would really like to think so. But right now, I just, you know, sort of... I came into this season with low expectations and I actually felt like we were playing really well. And the last couple of weeks has sort of knocked back out of me to the point of I just think, will we ever win a football game ever again? Um, you know, winning here could really help us and, you know, keep us on the heels of the Buccaneers. Um yeah. I saw something earlier which said the Falcons are the most consistently inconsistent teams in the league and that sort of <laughs> right now. So um I've sort of gone with the Falcons to win the last couple of weeks in this prediction league and they've lost both games. So I'm almost tempted to say the Steelers just so the Falcons can actually win. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Falcons. Falcons win. Matt, how did you see this game going? Yeah, I've got the Falcons to win. Um, they're at home. Um, it looks like Najee Harris is probably out, although he hasn't been explosive as last year, this year, has he? Um, uh, Pittsburgh aren't really playing for much. I know they, um, they have a bit of Colts, but um, I, I think the Falcons will win. I, I'd like anyone but the Bucks to win the NFC South, so I really want the Falcons to win as well. I also do. A Brady thing, thing, or is that a me thing? Oh no, it's not all about you, Dan. It's definitely a Brady thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. Cheers. Probably not surprised either of you, but I've gone with Pittsburgh to win. Just shits and giggles, really. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let me have to do. I know there was one week I predicted the Falcons win. I think every other week I've gone against them. So um, we'll go from there. Denver, more and more. One clear winner here. It's got to be the Ravens, right? Yeah. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just... We've got a lot to get through. I think... Yeah, yeah I think, right. you know, the, the Broncos this season only seem to be able to be in with a chance with a game if their defence can step up and stop an offence. And I cannot see them stopping the Ravens' offence. So, Ravens. No, I mean, the Jags beat the Ravens, but the Jags had the offence that... Them. They didn't stop Ravens scoring. They just managed to outscore them, and I can't see Denver doing that. So, um, 
Green Bay is Chicago. We all know Aaron Rodgers owns Chicago, apparently. But does Jordan love if it goes that way? Um, I think... Game, right? Yeah, I, I think if Rodgers plays, Green Bay will win. Yeah. Um, what's the status of Fields this week? I don't actually know. Is he out again? Is he questionable? No idea. If he plays, I think the Bears will win. I can't see the Bears winning if, if Fields doesn't play. It's that simple. Fields was limited on Wednesday. What does that tell us? Nothing at this stage. It's just like the NFC okay. North is just a hot mess. And I just yeah. I couldn't care less about this game, if I'm honest. But I'm going to go with Packers. The line. <laughs> Packers. Yeah. I've got Packers too. I think even if Jordan Love does play, Jordan Love against Trevor Simeon. What a game. Those Bears <laughs> fans have gone from... You've got Trevor Simeon for two games. They've got to watch Mike White and Jordan Love in the other, on the other sideline. Wow. I don't know. Mike, mate. In the Hall of Fame, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame. Rob, Green Bay Chicago for you? Um, yeah, Bears have, you know, got the best rushing offence in the league and I think the Packers have got one of, if not the worst, defence against the run. But I think a lot of it is going to hinge upon whether Justin Fields plays. And I think the fact that he's, you know, there's a lot of questions in the air over whether he will. I'm going to go Packers. Oh, me too. Uh, a game I'm really looking forward to, because it could be an absolute shit show, but great fun at the same time. Jacksonville and Detroit. Um, put them up to 60-57 win one way or the other, right? I think the Lions will win. I want the Lions to win, man. I'm with you on that. I think that I this week to, to the Bills. You know, yeah, well, these Bills, apart from the Jets. But um, Lions, Lions form in the last four games has been great. And yeah, I just I think they'll win. The Jags have been playing all right. Lions are at home. I, I just think, yeah, I think the Lions are winning. I've got the same. On what Rob said earlier about the Falcons, I think they've got the consistency. I think the Lions have found a level of consistency in their performance over the last few weeks, whereas the Jags are still pretty hit and miss. So I've gone with the Lions to win too. Rob? Yeah, I've gone the Lions as well. I think Ooh. it's one of those games it could literally be a coin toss, I think, in when you're sitting here predicting them right now, but you know, when I think about the fact Detroit are at home, uh, the Jags are one and four on the road, that thought just swayed me a little bit. Fair, the Lions' uh, strength of schedule is sorry, go on. I wouldn't be surprised the Lions don't make the playoffs. Nick a wild card here. Nah, this one really. I reckon. Have a look. No, I mean, they've got to play. They're, they're running. It's a bit meh. Got, got the Vikings. Uh, they're the three Jets. games back. Yeah, they're further back than I thought. They're three games back. So. Yeah, I, I can't see it. Uh, I'll give you that. I can't see it even. I haven't seen it. Um, your Jets then, Matt. 
got the Vikings at Minnesota as well. I mean, I am yeah. the most pessimistic Jets fan in the world. Um, I, I much prefer to be not expecting a lot and then be pleasantly surprised. Uh, I can't see us winning in Minnesota. Uh, it'd be really interesting to see. They've got the worst passing D in the league. Um, I'm not saying our passing offense is amazing, but that'd be an interesting matchup, as will obviously Justin Jefferson against Source. I'm assuming yeah. we line him up. Oh, yeah. Against him, because when we played the Bills, we actually didn't line Source up against Diggs much. Um, okay. We put DJ Reed and Diggs for most of the game, so we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, I'd love us to win. I just I can't see us winning in Minnesota, so I'm going Vikings. Unfortunately, it's unfortunate. we have Jamie agree. Jamie and Rob. I don't think have very rarely gone against their teams, so um, I'd be intrigued to see what Jamie comes back with when he messages with people. Rob, do you agree? I mean, with the neutral, I do. Vikings win. You've got to follow that, right? I don't know. This is another tough one for me. Um, yeah. yeah, it actually is. Um, you know, Mike White, if he starts again, he's going to have to, you know, play a... Play a really, really good game um, against the Vikings, um, but I don't think the the Vikings are particularly good in pass defense. But you know, when you've got Mike White throwing the football, um, that's probably not much to scare them really. Um, but I think the Jets are showing enough defensively, and they do seem to have rallied around Mike White, like. Said, um, there's a part of me that really wants to say the Jets might cause a bit of an upset here, but I don't know if I'm confident, confident enough to actually predict that way. I think you touched on it there with the defense, Dave. So, when the quarterbacks played mistake free this year, we've won the game. The only times we've lost games when when Flacco and then Wilson twice against the Pats had a mistake with the game. And I feel like you, you any ma- any matchup you put us in the rest of this season, that could be the case because the defence has played that well. Um, if if Mike White plays mistake-free, it will be a close game. Vikings have been in nearly all one-score games this year, haven't they, as well? Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me again if late in the fourth that's the case. Um, it's the, the question for me with the Jets is, when we get far behind, is the offense good enough to bring us back? And apart from a little bit of luck against the Browns, that hasn't been the case. Um, the defense has kept it close and we've managed to win tight games. It could easily be a tight one here with, with both teams having a record of, of tight games this season. So, But I still I still can't see us winning. You know what? Know, if, if, Matt, if Matt can't even back his own team, why should I? So I'm going back. <laughs> I've gone Vikings too. I think it only goes on my I'm looking forward to it. I think it could be the, the matchup, as you say, of Henry Source Gardner and Justin Jefferson, uh, will Evan Flow, I think, and, and ultimately control the game. Um, next on the list, then, I've got Tennessee Titan at Philadelphia Eagles. Rob, you go first. Um, yeah, I think the Eagles will uh, will win for me. 
pretty straightforward. The Eagles are playing really well. Um, really good football. The Titans, as I mentioned earlier, have not, you know, they're not playing that well and I'm not overly enthused with with their team. So it's a pretty straightforward one for me in this one. Do you agree with him, Matt? No, I'm going to go Titans. The Eagles have beat a lot of bad teams. They've beaten some good teams as well, don't get me wrong. Um, I just... There was a load of talk a few weeks back of, are the Eagles even going to lose a game? Obviously, they then did. Um, And I just... I see this one as one where they might slip up. They're still going to win the division and they probably will still be the number one seed in the... um, in the NFC, but I just I feel like they're going to slip up this time. Sorry, I've, Dave. Say that. Yeah, I've gone exactly the same. I've gone Titans to win this one. Um, nothing more than a mere hunch right now. I think the Titans have it within them to to beat a team somewhere down the line. Um, I said earlier, we wouldn't be surprised if they went out and won a playoff game. And a team like the Eagles is the kind of team I could see them doing that with. So I think it might have quite a playoff feel to it. And I've got the Titans coming out on top. You're wrong, Rob. I am bottom I am bottom of the prediction league, so that's probably why. Well, I was gonna get to that at the end, so uh, we'll because <laughs> there's a lot on it at the minute. So uh Washington and New York Giants talking a bit about Washington and New York earlier on. Um is it the end of the run for the Giants? Are Washington actually building with confidence? And initial projection here, I've put the Giants based on the scenario. I'm tempted to change, but I don't feel I can now. So I'm going to go with the Giants, but I'm not going to be surprised either way on this one. I'm going command. I talked about it earlier. I think the commanders will win both games against the Giants, either side of the bye. So I'm going, I'm going command. When you look at these two teams, the way the Giants started the season and the way you know they've lost two in a row, I think. The Commanders had an up and down, but they've won three in a row. Again, Matt mentioned the Giants and they're just decimated by injury. Um, I think they're looking at potentially having a few starters back for this game, which would be a huge boost for them. Mm-hmm. But with that being a question mark and... Yeah, I think I'm going to... I think it's another 50-50 game, but I'm going to go on the side of the Commanders. Nice. Uh, Rams host the Seahawks. Probably these two in the wrong places in the NFC West for what we thought they would be at the start of the year. So, who wins this one? Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Seahawks win. Uh, obviously, they they lost a wild game against the Raiders last week. Um, we didn't talk about that game, did we? Or did we just skip past it? I skipped over that one. We're tired of time. I can't do every game. That's fair. No, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> the Rams, the Rams have been trashed this year, like we talked about earlier. One of the worst records post Super Bowl win of any team we can remember. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go and look it up after this show. See what it is. Um, so, yeah, I think. Seahawks need they've dropped a they've dropped a game back in the wild card race now. They really need a win. Um and, and I think they'll get it. Gino 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 played well again this week. Um it's just the D that let him down. Josh Jacobs was just insane, wasn't he? 
um, this week. So, uh, what what Rand's running back is going to replicate Jacobs this this week? No one. No. So see. What you mean. I think when you look at the Rams as well, without, without Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup, they just look offensively. They, I mean, they're atrocious this year anyway with them. Uh, without them, they're even worse. It's looking pretty grim for them right now. Agreed. I've got Seals too. Uh, I quite like this game. I really like this game. Miami at San Francisco. Oh. Fun, right? Either way. Well, no one's going first, do they? Look. I'm, I'm going to let my heart roll my head here and go 49ers to win. I, either team could win. They're both playing really well. Um, Dolphins have been fantastic the last few weeks. Two has been far too good for my liking. Um, is it in Miami? Uh, it is in San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco to edge it for me. Rob? Yeah, I think for me, both these teams this, recently for sure have been really impressive. And I've been really impressed with both of them. So it's another game. I, I agree with you, Dan. I think this could be an absolutely brilliant game, really fun to watch. Um, but I'm going to say the 49ers. Wow, I've gone 49ers as well. So we've got a really tight, tough game and all three of us have sided with the Niners there. Um, so that means the Dolphins think, are definitely going to win. Probably. <laughs> I just think the Niners' defence is a little bit more set. Um, linebacker secondary, I think. They'll have enough to cover Tyreek. And obviously they used to play Tyreek Hill when he was at the Chiefs a fair bit. So I think they're going to be aware of that threat a little bit more. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Which helps any team if it's a 50 50 game and you've got McCaffrey or you haven't got McCaffrey, you, I guess you could side with McCaffrey, right? Yeah. <laughs> way I'm at it. Um, Kansas City, Cincinnati. All AFC West matchup. All AFC matchup, sorry, that could potentially be a championship game. Week's time. I'll go first, shall I? I'll get the upset. I'll get the Bengals having found a bit of form. Uh, and on a bit of a roll. Potentially with Jamar Chase coming back. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals winning this one at home. Crowd will be right behind them. Tell me why I'm wrong. I'm going Chiefs. <laughs> what is that? I... I don't think I'd. I don't think I'd back anyone against. I don't think I'd back anyone against the Chiefs at the moment. To be honest. Um, Matt, what is surprised you pre season starting? I had the Chiefs not making the playoffs. Oh really? Wow. I needed it now, didn't I? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That. That. Yeah. Doesn't look so good, does it? But. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, again, from my point of view, I almost need the Chiefs to win because. The Jets ain't catching the Chiefs in the AFC, but that will help us in the wildcard race if the Bengals lose. So, yeah, uh, I, either either side could win. Clearly, um, both both playing really well recently. Bengals have hit some form, but I think never bet against Mahomes and Kelsey. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Rob, I'm gonna go Chiefs as well. I think you know, especially after 
Um, losing the AFC Championship game from last season, that's you know, they're going to be out for revenge. They are both really good teams. And the Chiefs looked to shadow themselves last season. The Bengals struggled a little bit this season, but they seem to be getting better. Um, but right now, the Chiefs are sort of getting back to claiming that status as one of the top two or three teams in the NFL. So I think they will be the Bengals. Fine. Uh, let's have Rob takes away. Chargers at Las Vegas. Two teams that didn't know and not quite lived up to expectation. Um, yeah, I think the you know, I thought both these teams would be really, really competitive um, this season and it's not been the case, especially when it comes to the Raiders. I thought adding Devontae Adams in there would uh, be a big, big plus for them. Um, but I think the Chargers, I fancy the Chargers to just about beat the Raiders. Oh, I've got Chargers too. I think the Raiders are disappointing all around at the minute. Um, poorly coached. Matt? I'm going to go Raiders, actually. I think a bit, a bit infused from their win in Seattle. Chargers have got a lot of injuries. Justin Herbert is playing like Zach Wilson. Um, yeah, I'm going Raiders. Nice. That's a bit of a variety. <laughs> uh, I think we'll be playing quite He might not be playing quite as bad as Zach Wilson, but yeah. Hopes for us, though, definitely. Uh, I think we might all fall on the same side of this one, though. Indianapolis Colts at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys all day long for me. Cowboys as well for me. Me too. Easy peasy. And finally, Monday Night Football. Game we've all been waiting for. Uh, we haven't mentioned him because there was a buy last week. Is the Saints of the Bucks. Have we missed one along the way? Have I missed one? Have we done Browns Texans? We have not. No, I haven't. I haven't. I will add it to my bottom. Go on in. Let's do Browns Texans first. Come on, Rob, you mentioned it. Browns at Texans. Well, I think it's pretty... Well, I don't know. Deshaun Watson is in line to make his Browns debut. Um, less said about that, the better, I think, with the whole situation there. But beyond that, you know, I think you'd expect the Browns to easily beat the Texans. Agreed, Matt? Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a rubbish game with two rubbish quarterbacks. I, I know Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback on paper, but he hasn't played for, what, two years? Um, but I think the Browns are legit because the Texans just aren't very good. Agreed, I think. What a good game to work your way back into the NFL after two years out. Having the Houston Texans at the minute, um, kind of the best you can hope for. So I, I see the Browns winning that one as well. Back to New Orleans, Tampa, then. The game we all died to talk about. Rob tried to push us off it for a little while. Didn't work. Matt, it comes to you. Me and Rob are both in the NFC South, so we do end up talking about the NFC South a lot. What's your 
I look on these two teams from the outside. Looking at the NFC South, um, I just yeah. just got you've got three teams there in. Well, you can say all four of them are in a bit of a transition period. Oh. But, but two years, two years removed from the Super Bowl win, but will probably still win the division. Um, Brady's still, you know, belying his age to play. He's not playing lights out, but he's playing well enough. Um, you know, but you joked earlier and said that the winner of the NFC South will probably have a losing record. It's not going to be far off, is it? No, serious, uh, yeah. No. Um, it's, it's the worst division in football, isn't it? They're just all very average to poor teams. Um, but for me, the Bucks, the Bucks win this week and they win the division as well. Um, as much as I'd rather someone else won it. For the reasons already yeah. stated. Indeed. Um, Rob, who you got with you? If there was an option for neither team to win, I would I'm definitely saying, go for that. I'm taking a tie, yeah, you have to say. Is that actually an option in this uh, in this format? I'll let you pick a tie if you want to pick a tie. <laughs> um, in all honesty, I don't think either of these teams' offences are very good. Um, and I think the key to winning this game is which defence can keep the score the lowest. Dan is going to disagree with that completely, but I don't care. Um, part of me, and I feel sick saying this, wants the Saints to win just because I think it would throw the NFC South into absolute chaos if it's not already. Um, but I'm going to stick with my morals and seeing as the tie is apparently an option in this prediction league I'm going to go for a tie <laughs> if, you, if that's I right I love that amazing I love you you know right I'll give you, I will give you Rob five points if the tie comes in over the one point because Thank how's you. that um we once went on a pod, Matt. This will be an old story now. This is where me and Rob started podding. Um, the guy that was looking ahead, and he had someone on looking at betting options available for games. Right. And he went through them. And this game, these are this favourite, these are this price. And the draw's coming out at 20 to 1. What a fantastic price for a draw. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure this gentleman, he doesn't watch much NFL, does he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that was kind of the, the start of the demise of that path, wasn't it, Rob? We don't talk about it anymore. Uh, we need to get away from this. This is ludicrous. What are we doing? Um, so, Rob's gone tight. I'm going... I'm going with Saints. I don't think they will win. I think we will win, but... They're the Saints and they're annoying and have a habit of just pissing us off to an extent that annoys me too much. They've had um, a bit the last couple of years, haven't they? It seems to be the one team that Brady seems to have a bit of a, bit of a hump to get over. So it wouldn't surprise me the Saints one, but I, I can't see them winning. Me either. And we all saw they beat us in our ground last year. They had Winston eating W's on the field with his hands and the camera and eyes in the dressing room. and um, but ultimately, he gets to the playoffs and we retired Drew Brees and Cam's own stadium. So we'll take that over all day long. But the way the Bucks are playing at the minute, they don't know who they are themselves. And it's frustrating as a fan to watch. 
Um, I think they should be better. I think even neutral fans would agree with the players and the roster they've got. They should be better than they are right now. And it's, it's really frustrating. But yeah, I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to go with the Saints and try a bit of reverse psychology here um, and hope it pays dividends. I'd say the Tampa win than I win this competition, that's for sure. Who's at home? Tampa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'll win. On the subject of the Bucks. You don't want to go for the tie? Nah. I'm going Bucks. Fair. On the subject of the Bucks, you you were talking earlier, weren't you, about the Rams being so poor this year following the Super Bowl. You've done research. I've done a bit of research. I've done research too, mate. So this will be fun. Yeah. So, uh, so what? what uh, hopefully you'll you'll we've found the same information. But the last hopefully. the last team to have a losing record after winning the Super Bowl was the two thousand and two Buccaneers. They were. So and and you have to go back a lot further. I mean the the ninety eight Broncos went six and ten. I mean the Rams have what won what three games? Did you say? So covered. That's what I've got. In 03, we went seven and nine. And the 99 Broncos went 6-10 and 10 after their Super Bowl. That's the worst in my memory and fandom, yeah. I guess, if you will. Um, are you, have you gone further back? Have you found one that the shockers? Yeah, I mean... Rams are 3-8. and eight, currently the, eight, the 81-49ers, but that was a, uh, a strike-shortened season. That They finished 3-6, and six, so they only won three they games. They only played nine, so... Um, yeah, North averages, they won five or six. Yeah, and, and pretty much them three instances. Oh, sorry, the '86 Giants won six games as well after winning. Um, there's only five. Um, there's only five years all time where the Super Bowl winning team has had a losing record the following year. So we're on okay. for number six. Well, so the Broncos yeah. are tied worse. Nine-nine Broncos. Recent team, recent memory, six and ten. Can the Rams get to six wins and match that? I think they might be struggling. I think we've we've Stafford out, Cup out. I don't know how long Stafford's out for. I mean, he's only he's in concussion protocol, isn't he? So um, the Rams' remaining games are just loading it now. Yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks, Raiders, Packers, Broncos, Chargers, and Seahawks again. So you know they could mm. win. They could win three or four. Go for it really quickly. Seahawks, we've all said they're going to lose two. So Seahawks twice. So this week and week 18 is Seahawks. And lose both of them. In between that, we've got Raiders, Packers, Broncos and Chargers. The Broncos, they'll win. And then Raiders, Chargers, potentially one of, if not both, potentially. So they're going to be right on the sixth knuckle. Yeah, I reckon they will be. But definitely, you know, in the last 20 years, it's definitely the worst. Yeah, I think different. I just think it looks so poor um, so far this year. And like I said, with Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup out, they look even worse. So I don't think, you know, if I was betting on a Rams game, I don't think I'd be betting on the Rams no matter who they played, with the exception of maybe the Texans and the Falcons. Fair. Right. Just to update the standings, where we are, because we've had a couple of weeks away. And Matt's obviously representing our fans this week we've had on. So, it's all come together, Rob, over the last three weeks. 
Uh, following last week, I had 10 last week. Rob had 11. Jamie had 11. And who's our fan last week, Rob? Fred done it, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, got nine. Current standings <laughs> are Rob on 115 in last place. And then on 116 is me, Jamie, and our fans. All tied. There's one game between all four of us with three times wow. the lead. Through 12 weeks of every game. So, um, that's pretty decent, I think, uh, that we've got it that close. Best you've got beat, Matt. Terrible. Huh? I said we're all equally terrible. <laughs> we are. Best you've got beat, Matt. Was it 16 game week? No, it's a 15 game week this week, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, it's less, is there six teams on buy this week? Is there? I think there's six. Is there not six teams on buy? I know it's a, quite a bit of a. I can't remember. I've only got one game missing on the schedule, so I've done that wrong. If that's the case, no, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's next week that um, Cardinals are out, and who's out with the Cardinals? I think now. I've done it. Tell me on the other page. Oh, yeah, just Cardinals and Panthers. Sorry, it's next week. My mistake. So, 15 15 is the max for this week, yeah? 15 games. So, on 16 weeks, the best we've had is a 12 and an 11. You're a game less than that. So, you've got to return a few. And I think you've got some tough games there, Matt, to play on top. Um, Rob's broke my sheet because he chose a tie on a sheet that doesn't allow me to (laughs) text in the only images. So, I'm just trying to figure that out. It'll be worth um, it when that game is actually a tie. It is. Matt, you started out at the, the start of the show mentioning the JCT Cup and, and how it's growing. I know you want it to grow more. I want it to grow more. And I'm sure when we tweet out the episode, we'll, if you can send us a link, we'll add it to it. But where can people go and find out and join it if they're not already? Because you also, you have a lot of new first-time fantasy players in it because you don't need to know a lot to do it either. Yeah, and I, and I think that, you know, that's what's been great this year um, is that I know of at least a dozen people who, have, who are doing fantasy football for the first time. So that's five percent of entrants never done fantasy football before. And then I've got eighty-four and one of them are people who've not been in the JC Cup before. So from really, the message is getting out there, and more and more people are picking up. Um, you know. Be involved and want to support them, but um, the main place you can find that information is on Twitter at JCC Cup. Um, the very simple Google for free sign up is tweet of that account. Um, and people that sign up then very detailed inf- uh, inf- information about some, what they need to donate and then they can do that and where. So that's the first port call, and then kind of summertime. Time around the KFE and stuff like that. So, we had local, um, so we put, put people in regional divisions. Uh, next year, we're going to do something a bit different. I know, and I've got a bit of inside knowledge, shit. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but I won't let on. <laughs> Rob, anything you wish to add before we wrap this one up and call it a day, sir? No, I don't think so. Just thanks a lot, Matt, for coming on and. I've enjoyed being in the JTT Cup this year, even though I've been knocked out. So, And I had an email saying I'm not signed up for next year, but I will do. You haven't signed up for next year yet? No. Good man. It's all right. Plenty of time. 
Plenty of time. There's another one. Add another one onto your list of subscribers for next year. Rob's on it. That's it. Good lad. Good lad. Rob was in in a tough division this year, to be fair. You were in the South and West Yorkshire division, weren't you, Rob? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say, Yorkshire leading the way. Yeah, some proper big timers in that group, but none of them made the playoffs. So, yeah. I remember that looking through it. I thought we had a really tough uh, group of people in the draft there. So, uh, yeah. Guys, I'm going to wrap this up then, if that's okay with you guys. Nothing else to add. Uh, thank you yeah. for coming. Thank you, Rob, as always, for joining us. Uh, Jamie, I don't know if you will listen back, maybe in a maternity ward somewhere in the coming days. But best of luck to you and Mrs. Jamie. Uh, and we look forward to having you back on in due course. And I know you two both echo that as well. Um, yeah, other than that, guys, thanks for listening. We still are, and we haven't bored you to death, and we will hopefully be back next week. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks, Mark. Thank you.